Welcome to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check-in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you can probably tell from my voice, but I have been crying all day long. And you would think that I probably shouldn't record a podcast, but I'm here and I'm doing it because this is how I function. And it's so fucking funny because the title of this podcast, which I wrote, <clears throat> I wrote, I typed up maybe three or four days ago and I just went through something this weekend that absolutely just destroyed me. Like, I'm not really going to get into it, but I was hurt and lied to and just someone who I thought was a good person is not. And that's all I'm going to say. Um, and so I'm going through it right now and I'm going to be going through it. And it's so funny to me that like the title of this podcast is how I bounce back after getting stuck in a rut <laughs> because I'm going to have to use my own advice on this one because I know I'm, I'm probably going into a, a little bit of a rut and I thought I was getting out of one, but Life just keeps throwing me fucking curveballs. And I just keep taking them to the face because that's all I can do. And some people might say, like, you probably shouldn't record a podcast. Just relax. Take it easy. And that's what I did yesterday. Yesterday was a literal. I laid on. I was at my friend's house for support. And I just hung out at her house all day and laid on the couch. And I would go back and forth from crying to being in shock to going for a run to then eating pizza. And I just, I vibed, but I still have a business to run. And I know that if I don't show up for myself and my business, that's going to make me feel even worse. And so that doesn't mean I'm going to like pretend nothing's wrong or work myself into the ground. I'm literally just going to do today what I need to do the bare minimum but that still means I need to do something. And I think this is why a lot of people come to me because I'm a disciplined person and a lot of people want to have more consistency. They want to be more consistent. And I am, and I'm, I'm a consistent, I'm a routine person. I'm not perfect. I always talk about imperfect consistency, but I'm here and I'm recording this podcast because I need to. And I have been going through, you know, and you, most of you that, you know, that follow me or listen to my podcast know that I, you know, got a divorce this year. And so I've I've done a lot of grieving of that. That kind of feels to me like I'm already coming out the other side. Um, that's it's just been a while, but this recent situation um has just been rough, and so I've I was I felt like I was in a bit of a rut for the past few months, and I felt like I was coming out of it. And I and I honestly feel like I'm 
what happened needed to happen. And it's putting me on a path that's just setting me up for so much success. And I think it needed to happen. Unfortunately, it's just one of those things that like, I was, I, I, um, just was on TikTok before I was recording this. And I saw this post that this guy said, you know, people, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, doesn't put people in your life that you want. It puts people in your life that you need. And that includes the people that are going to hurt you. Obviously the people that are going to love you, but the people that are going to hurt you because you have to have these things happen to learn. And it sucks. I'm telling you, man, it sucks so bad to have to go through these kinds of things but we know we all know when we come out the other side whether it's a few weeks months or years we always learn so much and it helps us go further and help other people and change our own lives but when you're going through it it's very very fucking difficult so let's get into today's podcast and and it was titled how i bounce back after getting stuck in a rut like i said i I felt like I was in a bit of a rut recently, uh, you know, going through a divorce. Then I moved out of my ex's house and into where I'm living now, which was just temporary um, with a friend who, you know, I essentially um, like worked for her and ran her business kind of, you know, like an OBM, an online business manager in exchange for living here for free. And so that's like the situation that I'm in. And it kind of worked out because I was like, paying rent at my other place. It was a lot to pay rent at two different places. And so um, moved here. I uh, didn't have a car, so I had to get a car. Um, I got a car. I, you know, was doing a lot with my social life and um, driving back and forth to Denver and just it's just a lot, just a lot of things that I was doing, a lot of things that I was going through. I didn't have my dogs. I still don't have my dogs. I'm about to move into my new apartment on October 29th, which is really exciting. Um, and it's going to be the first time that I'm living by myself in nine years. And I have no problem living by myself, but it's a very interesting adjustment. And I'm going to be in a one bedroom apartment in Denver with one of my dogs. Only Ned is going to be with me. Gerald is going with my ex and I'll still be able to see him. Um, you know, we kind of are doing a little joint custody of the dogs, but I'm keeping Ned and he's keeping Gerald. And then, you know, if we ever want to switch, we can, but so all of these things are going on. So of course I was going to be in a rut. It's like, I'm, if you're, if you don't know this, like when you go through a divorce, it is in your brain and your nervous system and your body, especially in your brain. Cause I'm reading a book on neuroscience and it talks about this. It is treated like a death. It is just as traumatic as losing someone, like what happens in your brain. And so regardless, even though my divorce was not nasty, me and my ex are still friends. It just didn't work out. It's it's just a lot to process. And so getting stuck in that rut was something that needed to happen. But in order to get myself out of it, I had to have an honest conversation with myself about the things that I either wasn't processing or was processing or just all the things that I needed to do in order to like say that I was in a rut. Cause if you try to pretend you're not in a rut or it's not that bad, then you can't get out of a rut. You can't fix a problem that you pretend isn't there. Right. But once you admit the problem is there and be honest, it's like, you know, in AA, what do they do? The first step it's 12 step process is, is, you know, you, you can't be in denial. You have to admit that you're an addict. So same thing with this. And so whether you are in a money rut, an energy rut, a content rut, maybe, you know, I know I went, I went through that too during this process where I was like, oh, I feel like I can't come up with good content. Now I feel like I'm finally out of that. But maybe you're in a self-love rut. Maybe it's a relationship rut, a routine rut, some kind of rut. Like 
it's important, I think, for you to focus on your routine. And I'm going to give some tips, but I think like the, the routine method essentially is something that has always helped me get out of a rut because routines, we like routines. We're just, regardless of whether you are a routine person, human beings, like we thrive within, you know, some sort of routine. And I think a lot of times why people can't get out of ruts is because they try to do it all. We're going to talk a little bit more about all or nothing thinking, but they try to do it all. They try to um, you know, go from being in a rut to like, now I'm going to add back working out and eating healthy and then my skincare and my self-care and my social life. And that's so much, of course, you're going to continue to procrastinate getting out of the rut and doing the things you would need to do. If you're constantly, you know, uh, trying to get all of it back into like your routine, you know what I mean? So there's something I coined recently as my Tetris method when it comes to this situation. And 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 I and I call it Tetris method because I think about like playing Tetris and you like try to fit the blocks into place, um, but you want to get rid of them, right? Like you don't want it to pile all the way to the top. So this is add something new, add something old, take something away. And so um, what I mean by this is when I notice I'm in a rut, these are like the three things that I check on. Um, so adding something new, I find that when I do something that I haven't done in a really long time or something that I've never done before, it it creates like excitement, especially if you have ADHD, we love novelty. We love like newness and, 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 and all of that. And so adding something new into your routine, not to like go balls to the wall and try to do a million things, but it can create some more pull and excitement to like getting back into your routine. So something that I did recently, which this might seem super simple, but I'm telling you doing it every day, I've been like, I'm a bad bitch. So I, um, and when I say add something new, it can be like new, like I said, you've never done before, or maybe like it's been years since you've done it. And so for me, that was oil pulling. If you've ever heard of oil pulling, it's just like a tablespoon of coconut oil in your mouth when you wake up right before you brush your teeth. And so you do oil pulling for like five to 10 minutes, just swishing it around in your mouth and it pulls out toxins. It whitens your teeth. There's a lot of benefits to it. It helps your immune system. And so, um, and I have like a process with it. So I do that. Then I floss, then I brush my teeth. Then I do a tongue scraper thing. And if you don't scrape your tongue, oh my God, go buy one, go on Amazon and search tongue scraper and get it. It's the best thing ever. I, my mouth, my breath never smells bad. <laughs> and so, um, but the oil pulling is what I added. And when I do that whole process, not only does my mouth feel amazing and my teeth look super white, but it, it's like been this like thing where I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like, it's like this just tiny little extra thing, but it like made me feel like I was like on top of my shit. You know what I mean? So add something new would be the first piece to this method to like, just get yourself like excited. You know what I mean? So next thing is add something old. And when I mean, add something old that you might be like, well, didn't you do oil pulling? Wouldn't that be adding something old? When I mean, add something old, I mean it more in the sense of like something that you were just recently doing. Like it was a part of your routine, but when you got stuck in a rut, it stopped. So that's kind of what I mean with that. So, and you want to think about one, adding like the thing that really excites you or, um, like, it's easy to add, implement back in, you know, all the benefits. It has a lot of benefits. So there might be, maybe you're stuck in a rut and you're not working out. You're not eating healthy. You're not drinking water. Like there's a million things you might not be doing. You don't need to add all of those things back. You just need to pick one and maybe it's workouts because you know that that makes you feel really good. Or maybe it's not that maybe it's water, like whatever it is, but think about like whatever you need to add first to get back into your normal routine. 
and take away something. This is usually when I notice that I'm in a rut and this happened with me personally. Um, a lot of it was like my social life. It was like a little too much. <laughs> I got I got a little too excited with my social life and was just going like out and just doing a lot of things. And so when I say take something away, look at when you're in a rut and say, okay, what did I add recently that like hasn't been serving me or has been the way. Cause you can have an honest conversation with yourself. Your intuition knows. Cause my intuition knew like, you know, if I was drinking more going out to bars, whatever, like that's what I'm allowed to live my life. I love to party and I'm going to do that. But like doing it four days in the week is kind of a lot, you know? And so I had to have that conversation with myself that like, okay, I can still go out, but I need to cut back significantly on either how much I'm going out or maybe sometimes I go out and I don't drink, you know what I mean? So um, th- that kind of three-step process, I think is like the main thing that I would like focus on as you are trying to get out of the rut. But here are some other you know, tips that I'd, that I, that I'd share. So another thing I would do is list out all the things that you were doing, but you stopped doing during like, you know, when you got in the rut. So for me, um, when I like got into, uh, uh, my recent rut, I had noticed that I had stopped spending like wholesome time with my friends. Like I was going out And it was like, I was raging, but I was going out and I was going out at night, but like, I hadn't gone like for a hike during the week, or I hadn't had just like girl time and like, you know, sit on the couch with face masks and just like, hang, you know, it had been a lot of just like, keep myself like too crazy busy. And I know I needed to add that back in. I also know that I had, um, I'm really good with my phone in the morning. I do not touch it for like the first hour of being up sometimes two hours. And I was noticing that I was like checking it. And that's like something I usually can like put back, like, like check myself very quickly. And so I had to do that. So think about the things that you were doing or that maybe you were doing that you want to do that you were doing before you got in the rut, but stopped once you did. And I think just navigating that. And, and again, the key is to not be all or nothing. If you are all or nothing with it and you make this list and you try to add it all back in, you're going to easily stop yourself. So we got to throw out the all or nothing thinking when it comes to how do I get myself out of a rut? Cause that might be the reason why you're stuck in a rut because you're trying to do it all. Um, so one thing, uh, these are some of the categories that you can focus on. I would say, and we're talking about, you know, not being all or nothing is pick one element of your routine that you lost and add it back in. So physical health, mental health, morning routine, nutrition, water, career, job, self-care, social life, all of those things. Um, think about which one of those has fallen off. And if there's been many going back to what I said with the Tetris method, like what is the thing that you can add that you know is going to benefit you or excite you the most? So do that. For anybody struggling with like content, social media, business things, if you have, you know, you're posting on social media, this is, you know, for you because you can definitely do this is to go back and look at your Instagram, your pictures, look at your archive, your story archive, like go back to when you were not in a rut, maybe like at a time where you were fucking thriving, whether that was a few months ago or even last year. Go look at what you were doing on social media and one, reuse content because you can always do that. But see what was going on. Like, what were you doing? Was there anything you remember? Like try to get back to that place, um, by going through your Instagram, like archive and things like that. 
another fun like small thing would be to make a playlist that you can listen to that has like your favorites like you you know there's like this those certain songs that when you hear them like you scream them at the top of your lungs or they always put you in a good mood like for me and I and I always have like a a staple song for me every year that changes every year, but there are, and sometimes there'll be a few different ones, but there's usually like one staple song that whenever I'm in a bad mood or just, I'm in a rut for the day, I will literally like talk to my Alexa and I, and in my house, we don't call it Alexa. We call it echo because you, cause you can change the name because since my name is Alexis and if anybody's like, Oh, Hey Alexis, the, the Alexa goes off. So it's really annoying. So we call it echo. Um, but so I'll be, I literally be like, Hey, I last year, every time I would be like, Hey, echo play Harry Styles, uh, or play adore you by Harry Styles. That was like my fucking song. And every time I heard that it was like, and because I did it every time I was not in the best mood, my brain kind of like registered as like, this is our mood boosting thing. So if you can make a playlist with like those songs and it could be like your rut playlist that, you know, are the songs that you're going to sing and they're going to put you in a good mood or make you shake your ass, like go for it. Uh, I would also but think about buying yourself something new and it doesn't have to be expensive, but whether that's a new outfit or maybe you go get your nails done if you don't usually get them done or you go get a massage, like something that's like pampering yourself. When you are in a rut, it is so easy to like throw like self-care and just like yourself out the window. So I think by doing that, it's kind of reminding yourself that you're a bad bitch. Uh, another would be to like move your body, scream, punch pillows. Like we have to move this stagnant energy. Um, and when you're in a rut, it's usually not just one day, it's many days or weeks. And so we need to move the energy. And so whether it be in the morning or the middle of the day or whatever, like have a moment where you literally just move your body, scream, punch pillows, rip paper, like whatever you have to do just to move the energy in your body. And I think you'll be surprised at what happens with that. Uh, another one would be to make a mini game plan with goals that you can accomplish with quick wins so you can get momentum going. If you, again, back to all or nothing thinking, if you make this huge game plan, that's what happens, right? We get in a rut and then we're like, one, and it's like three in the morning and we wake up and we want to change our lives. And so then we grab a notebook and we're like writing this whole plan and it feels good in the moment because we're like planning, we're taking action. But then when we look at that plan, you know, the next morning or the next day, then we're like, holy shit, like this is just not what I can do. This is too much. And then you don't do it. So come up with a small, tangible game plan and things that will give you quick wins right off of the bat. You can put things on that list that are going to help you succeed. But if you, if everything that that's on that list takes like days or weeks to like accomplish, you're not going to get those wins. We need some things that literally take like five or 10 minutes or an hour or just that day. That way you can get those wins. Uh, I would also think about saying a mantra every day when you woke up or when you wake up, I just shared a little bit about this on uh, my my Instagram not that long ago, but I talked about how I have this mantra that every time, and I've had to train myself to do it uh, because you're not just going to remember, but every time I wake up and I open my eyes, the first thing I think and the first thing I say out loud is everything works out in my favor. Like literally, it's as soon as I wake up. I've just been, I open my eyes and I go, everything works out in my favor. And I smile and I like feel good and I lean into it. So pick that mantra and practice it. You can even put like a sticky note by your bed so you can see it because you're not necessarily going to remember every time. I remember every time now without fail. You can do that too. Okay, last two um, is your phone is the enemy. We know this, but you might be in a doom scroll lately. You might be uh, just using your phone a lot more. And so I know for me, that's one of the biggest signs that I'm in a big rut is when I'm like doom scrolling or I'm on my phone way more. My screen time is way higher. So 
figure out whatever you need to do. And I literally have a course. If you're interested, I will put the link in um, the description. I have a mini course called break your phone addiction and create habits that stick. If you are someone that's in a rut and you know, the phone is in the way I highly recommend checking this out. I'll put the link in the description. Um, it's going to help you cut down your screen time. It's going to help you have a better relationship with your phone. And that is in turn going to help you get out of a rut. I can promise you that. And then the last thing would be to get an accountability texting buddy. Anytime I share tips, I think having an accountability texting buddy is one of the main tips on there, but I really find that it helps. If you know, if you have a friend that you trust, or maybe a friend that's also in a rut or something like that, like you guys can link up and, and hold each other accountable to do some of these things that I shared. I, I think that having somebody that you can check in with at night and be like, Hey, did you get out of bed? Did you move your body? Did you do this? Is just like, it's so powerful. So um, I hope if you're going through it like me, that you realize that you are going to be fine. I know that this shit sucks so bad and I got to feel all the emotions and all the things, but I know that I'm going to come out on the other side, like just absolutely incredible. And I'm so excited for it. And that's just what I focus on. I allow myself to feel the emotions. I allow myself to cry, but I just, I just got to let it go and trust and surrender to the universe. So let's get into this week's TLET. I'd love to know, because I think this would be great conversation in the comment section on my podcast Instagram page, which is XOXOYTLC podcast. Um, but I want to know what's your number one tip for getting out of a rut? Do you have one specifically? I'd love to hear it. So I'm going to I'm gonna sign off here. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Amazing Monday. And I'll see you next week. Peace out. XOXO, your top love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get biweekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.